Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dearest Pat, Jennifer, Brian, Gary, all Don's family, let not your hearts be troubled, for God has received someone special to all of you, a husband, father, uncle, friend, brother. He is in the heavenly places, the place which Christ has prepared specifically for him. Don walked in faith all the way, following the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. He shared here on this earth the cross of Christ. And now he has found the goal of his faith, salvation. In heaven, the promised crown of everlasting life is his. If it were not so, Christ would not have spoken these words. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. These words of Jesus cannot be broken. He is the truth, and they are to us a promise most sincere to comfort us in our time of grief, with comfort beyond all telling. It was Pat and Jennifer and I sitting down the other day going through scripture passages to choose which text to put before you this day. It is often difficult to know what words to give someone in the midst of grief and the sadness of death. But these which you have heard read are the ones that calmed, uplifted, and encouraged these two dear women at the death of Don. Each word is drenched in the loving compassion of our God who loves to comfort us. And he comes from heaven on high and into our hearts to give us hope where there was sadness with words of deliverance. Even in the face of death, we have the words which Christians cry out in peaceful confidence. Return, O my soul, to your rest. For the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you, O Lord, have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Precious in the sight of the Lord are the death of his saints. It is a great difficulty for us to view death as anything but earth-shaking. But to the one who died in the face, in the faith, It is precious to God, for he knows that they will follow the sun through graves, dark portal into the brightness of everlasting life. They will be in the sun of the glory of the Father. Don's soul has already departed this earthly realm and has been taken by our Savior who conquered death's hold. Though today we will commit the body of Don into the ground, sealing it with a vault, that seal will not remain forever. It will be broken. As Christ broke forth from the grave, so too will dawn, for all things must obey the command of the Lord. The Lord Jesus will come down from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God. The dead shall be raised. The seal of the tomb 
will be broken. And dawn will come forth to meet those who are yet alive in the clouds. And they shall be with the Lord forever. It seems impossible, though. It seems impossible to consider such a precious life. To set our hopes on that. But it's true. Because Jesus is truth. He is the way to this place. It was our transgressions that separated us from God. But it was God's anointed son, Jesus, who gladly bore your transgressions and died on the cross to remove them. And that victory over sin he gave to Don in his baptism. For he died for Don's transgressions just as he died for yours. Whatever Christ had won that day on Calvary, he delivered it to Don. He baptized him and joined him to himself, the living head, so that the one who died and rose again would bring forth many to follow after him. It is true that where Jesus is, there too shall we find our brother. He is not lost to us. For Jesus has said that he loses none of all that the Father has given him he shall raise them up on the last day. Today we have sadness, because we must lay to rest our brother in Christ. But there yet will come a day of joyful reunion. This is the glorious peace that Christ's word of the resurrection imparts to us, to our hearts. For what sadness can overcome the heavenly joy of the resurrection? What sadness could overcome the joyful reunion that is set before us for all those who have died in the Lord? For a time, we will weep and we will mourn. There will come days in the years to come where you will again, with sorrow, remember God. But these tears and these sorrows will not be forever. Since we have faith in Jesus, there is an unconquerable joy and hope and peace that God has planted deep within your heart, a peace divine, a gift of Christ by his glorious death and resurrection. So today we may taste the bitter salt of death in our tears, but yet again we shall taste the sweetness of his victory. For where Christ is, there too we will find our brother Don. And until that day that we shall see him, our Lord, face to face, he gives us a mystic, sweet communion with all the company of heaven in the Holy Eucharist. There at the table we partake of the bread and the wine of his body and blood, given into death for the forgiveness of our sins. And there at the table he breaks open the heavenly gates to descend upon the altar to bring life in the forgiveness of our sins. And you remember, Don loved the Lord's Supper. He approached it with reverence and awe, humility and repentance. For there at the holy feast with the angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, he loved to celebrate the joyful marriage feast of the Lamb, a foretaste of the feast which is to come, the one that he partakes of now. 
For there, under mere bread and wine, we receive the body and blood of Christ for our forgiveness. And where there is forgiveness, there is certainly life and salvation. There we share in a holy communion with all those living and departed in the faith who share in the triumphant victory of our Savior over death. For he is the Lord of the living. As I was with the family yesterday at the funeral home, I saw something quite remarkable. And Pat, I want to give God thanks, for he has so richly blessed you with a beautiful faith and a hope in the resurrection. It is sometimes that we want to shield our little ones from death, because it's cold, it's ugly, it's difficult to process. But yesterday I witnessed your remarkable faith. As you took in your hands your dear grandsons as they came up to view Don's body as he laid in the casket. And they were inquisitive. They wondered what happens now. And you, Pat, without hesitation, comforted them as you had been comforted. You placed your arms around them and said, Don's in heaven now. There's no more pain and sadness. I could see them ease up a little bit. It made death less less frightening. And then, as if you could read their thoughts, you said, this isn't the end, boys. This is his beginning. What great faith in Jesus and in his resurrection. It is my prayer that we may all share in such humility and faith and so confess the wonderful works of God who lived, died, and rose again that we might live with him into eternity in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The peace of God which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.